0: (laughs) Good morning ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, expecting your surprise to hear from me on a Thursday Well, surprise, that's because it is spoopy month and therefore tomorrow we have a Halloween special But for the meantime, this is episode 163 and if you want links to any of our stuff just head on over to therrshow.com the links are over there, Patreon links are over there, YouTube links are over there, everything you could possibly want up to and including any pictures, links or references we have from each episode. Also links to our Discord are over there, that's therrshow.com if you want anything at all. Today we are jumping into a fabulous episode though, it is one big long story and you know how much I love the single big story episodes, this one was posted by u slash veteran. I'm not the vice principal anymore. Okay. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Beares Tour Taylor's Version with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by Law Eighteen plus Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so this happened at the end of the school year. This story is in four parts, and I apologize for the length. I also apologize for any teacher slang I use as it's like second nature to use it just like military cargo when I was in the military. Basically, I was told that all the assistant-slash-vice principals in the district, other than at the high school, were being let go and a teacher-on-assignment was going to take our jobs. I was not heartbroken over this but was treated badly by the new admin team taking my job and my principal's job. Also, I tried to help my staff on the way out and it seems my bosses cared more about their images than my staff's happiness. So here is the story. Part 1 So none of the other admin in my district had received our contracts for the coming school year yet. I was wondering what was going on, but I heard rumors about a pay scale shift and that was the reason for it. I found out Wednesday what is actually happening. Every assistant principal and vice-principal in the district why we have two different titles, I have no idea is getting renewed contracts. Except the ones at the high school, their positions are being eliminated and their jobs are being replaced with a new position that pays a teacher's salary plus a $2,000 stipend. They're replacing the APs with learning coordinators. Apparently, the budget is the given reason but I also heard rumours from someone at the district office. All of us APs and VPs were scheduled to meet with one of the assistant supers on Wednesday. We thought it was about our contracts and we were correct. When I arrived, the acting superintendent was there with the head of HR. I was told about the elimination of my position, but not the reasons why. I was then given an option for the coming school year. I could go back into the classroom, I could work in the district office, or I could apply an interview for the new positions that is replacing my job. What the fuck? I wouldn't care one lick if I was told that my position had been cut completely and I needed to go back into the classroom. I love the classroom, I miss teaching full-time. However, to tell me to apply an interview for a job I already have is bullshit. We were told to give the district our answers by Friday, and they would draw up contracts or schedule interviews. Wednesday afternoon, I went to see Tony, who is an assistant superintendent and one of the few decent leaders in the school district. I heard from Tony that there was an internal shakeup, but he wasn't allowed to talk about it or even give me a hint about what happened. However, one of the assistant supers was being reassigned, aka demoted to being the principal of my current school. My principal was not coming back due to health reasons. The superintendent was released from his contract and my school's new learning coordinator position had already been filled. Who filled it? A school counselor from one of the high schools who just happens to be a friend and lackey of the assistant super that is now the new principal. So early this morning, I gave them my answer. I decided that I didn't need until Friday to decide. I tried to make sure I sounded professional but I made sure that my message was getting across by speaking with authority. I went into the acting superintendent's office and told him that I thought that laying off a bunch of people so they could hire others to do the same job but at less pay was bullshit. I told him that the way the school district handled certain situations was idiotic. I then gave several examples. I next told him that he was going to ruin a perfectly good school with an amazing team of educators by putting a lazy, mean, parent-pleasing person in as its new principal and letting her put a lackey in as her second-in-command. I said that she was as useless as a screen door on a submarine and as mean as Dolores Umbridge. I finished the three-minute speech by stating that I will work my ass off and finish the school year strong. I will prep things for the next school year so that the teachers have an easier time. I also let him know I would never work at or recommend the district to anyone ever again. Then I left, letting him know that I expect an amazing letter of recommendation by the end of the school day on Friday afternoon since I earned it for my service the past few years. So, what am I going to do now? Well, I called up an old friend Wednesday who is currently a principal at a STEAM charter school that's part of a chain of charter STEAM schools and asked if he had a teaching position available. He's been asking me every year for the past five years to come work for him. He told me he had three openings and I could have my pick of them. So next year, I will be a... Drumroll please! 6th grade teacher, and I am very happy about it, I even get to design my curriculum as long as it meets state standards. I could apply elsewhere for admin positions, but I think I need a break from school leadership. I need to love my work again like I used to as a teacher, yes, there were and are many challenges and sometimes I hated going to work, but I do love being a teacher. I feel bad for my current staff because the regime change will hit them hard, but there is nothing I can do about it. I wish I could help them. The most I could do would be to take a teaching position at my current school, but then I would be miserable with them and be helpless to do anything to aid them. So for myself and my daughter, who I love more than anything, I am making the move to a new school and going back to what I enjoy doing, teaching. I'm even bringing my daughter to my new school to start next year as a fifth grader. I asked her if she wanted to stay at her current school or go to the steam school with me and she wants to go with me. She was excited since she's visited there several times and loves the technology room, the robotics class, and the science labs. Plus, she's friends with some of the kids there already. As a goodbye to my staff, I'm going out this weekend and I'm going to buy some nice letter paper and scratcher tickets. I'm also going to write short, individualized goodbyes to each of my staff members. And at the end, I will include the following words, I'm giving you some scratcher tickets. My hope is that you are as lucky scratching them as I have been lucky to have worked with you. So, that's it. I have to finish my contract, but at the end of June, I am free. I'm looking forward to teaching full time again and having a boss who will let me just do my job and not interfere. I don't think I want to work in administration again, but maybe after a few years, I'll decide to work as an AP again. Part 2 So I put together goodbye gifts for all my staff, and I'll be handing them out Friday, their last day with kids. They have a bunch of goodies that I posted about a week ago. I was thinking this weekend about how to give the finger one more time to the district office and help my teachers out, even in a small way. So I came up with it Sunday nights. My district requires each teacher to attend additional training throughout the year. These are outside of the regular staff development trainings. They're run by district staff, SPED teachers and admin. The training normally lasts 1 to 3 hours and teachers get a certificate for the time spent in training. Each teacher is required to attend 24 hours of these before the end of the school year. Most teachers take them over the summer, if they're offered, so they don't have to take them during the school year. So yesterday morning before work, I was making copies of the certificates for all of the courses I've run here the past few years. Classroom management strategies, lockdown procedures, social studies strategies, math strategies, reading comprehension and environmental print. I'm going to fill them out with each of the teacher's names and numbers of hours. I'm adding all the times I ever spoke to staff about these topics and put down hours to correspond, rounding up to the nearest hour-ish. Wouldn't you know, each of those topics was 3 to 5 hours in length. Each staff member would have exactly 24 hours worth of training. I filled out the dates on the training for the 2022-23 school year. Oh and I have an attendance sheet with all their names and have them marked as being present. Note, I checked with district and since I'm still on administrator into the summer, I'm allowed to run these trainings over the summer before I leave. Now they can have summer to themselves and not worry about taking classes during the school year. They can if they wish, but 99% of the teachers here hate the mandatory training hours. I hope the staff likes the present. No purchase necessary. Void, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Part 3 Since Friday, I am no longer a school administrator. I technically have another week to work, but I took vacation during this time because, well, screw them. Now, I spent the last week packing up, giving aid and comfort to my now-former staff and causing problems for the new administrators, who are assholes. Now, besides giving the entire staff a year free from any additional PDs, I wasn't actually planning on causing any more problems. Just quietly leaving and driving off into the sunset. But no, apparently, I don't deserve a quiet week. The new principal, demoted from Assistant Super, and her new teacher on assignment, TOA, decided for some reason to be rude to me. There was only one response to that. I aimed to misbehave. How were they rude to me, you ask? Well, first off, they ordered me to hurry and clean out my office. Apparently the TOA wanted to start redecorating my office. I was literally told, get all your personal stuff out of here ASAP. She wanted her office now. I still had a week to work there and actual work to do. Second, the new principal tried to steal my personal chair and my personal office supplies and decorations. That chair was a gift to me from a friend. I found her just wheeling it out of my office and into hers. My desk supplies and a banner from my wall were stacked on the seat. I told her that it was my personal chair, not the district's. She said, okay. The very next morning, I found it missing. She had moved it into her office after I left for the day. Third, I was given a list of tasks to complete by Friday by the TOA, who in no way, shape, or form is my boss. These were not my job to do, and in fact, the incoming admin's duty to complete. Stuff the new admins are supposed to do. Things like put together a new staff packet, schedule next year's PDs, fill out and submit request forms, etc. Finally, I was talked down to every single day by the new admin team. I was spoken to as though I was hired to help and they were the royal bitches. Seriously, I speak to a waitress that messes up my order with 20 times the amount of respect that they showed me. They actually tried to get my attention by snapping their fingers at me. Like that would work. So I decided to do as I was told. I was a soldier. So I know how to follow orders. Number one, I removed everything that was my personal property. Everything that included my chair, decorations, the stress relievers, punching bag, etc. The fridge from the office and the filing cabinets in my office. Yes, I brought government surplus cabinets because I didn't have any. All my files and all my former principal files were in there. I had even brought the manila folder I used in it. So I took every piece of paper out of my cabinets, removed them from my labelled folders, and stacked them on the floor in one large pile. There is no order to how they are stacked. I took my chair from the principal's office while she was in a meeting with her parents. I just walked in, rolled it out. She stopped talking to the parents to ask what I was doing, and I responded that I was taking my personal property out, as I was ordered to. I had an old medium-sized fridge I had placed in the office workroom for office staff to store their food in. But it's mine. So I took the fridge. I brought it in right out the front door and loaded it in my truck. I even took the new admin's food out and left it on the table. It's my fridge. I did warn the rest of the office staff I was taking it, but oh, I forgot to tell admin. Darn. 1. I copied all my digital files over to a flash drive and then deleted everything off my work Google Drive anything I personally created or designed. 2. I copied all my emails too. 3. I informed staff that if they needed time off next year and needed it approved, to submit the form to me this week. I got several and they are all now approved. I got this idea from someone who messaged me here on Reddit to suggest it. Thanks. 4. I approved every supply list item the staff submitted and even drove to the district warehouse to pick up some items personally. I even approved funds for a second-hand kiln for the art teacher. She found a good one on Craigslist. 5. I had repaired my desk with bolts and tools from home. I took the bolt back. The desk is now lopsided again. The closet door was broken when I got there, so I repaired it. I have now put it back as it was when I was hired. Number 6. The two-way mirror to the detention room was mine. I had gotten it from a friend at another school. different district. It allowed me to watch ISS and detention students from my office without them seeing me. I popped that right out and took it home. Now the TOA has a hole in the wall the detention kids can look through. 7. I had put together all the lockdown buckets and fire drill bags myself with my own money. I took all of them back. This I felt bad about, but I will give them out to the staff at my new school. Eight. I put a rush order on all classroom and building repairs and have approved an order to have every classroom repainted. 9. I assembled new staff packets and the new school year binders. Besides the basics of what is required, I have included throughout the binders in random places, Dilbert cartoons, famous Harry Potter quotes, the lyrics to Nickelback, How You Remind Me, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry, All Stars by Smash Mouth, and We Built This City by Starship. A map of the area where I marked all the good places to eat lunch off campus. Funny Farside Teacher comics. Cheesy teacher jokes. The union contact info. Crossword Sudoku and word searches. A list of educational lawyers, just in case. I also included in the binder the admin Wi-Fi password for them since that signal is stronger for some reason. I went ahead and wrote out the PD's schedule for the next year. Oddly, every Wednesday is listed as free time or work in your classroom. I'm sure they will change it, but I don't know when they will find out what it says. I had a master list of donators and partners in the community. It was posted on a whiteboard in my office. I got over four dozen businesses and people in the community to help with various things or donate over the years. I spent a lot of time building relationships with them and making deals. I took a photo of it and then I erased the list and took the whiteboard since it was mine. On Friday, I flew the LGBTQ flag instead of the state flag. I also placed LGBTQ flags in each classroom in case the staff want to display them. Then I got yelled at three times. The first was when I took back my chair. I was told it was unprofessional to just take without asking, especially with guests present. I responded with, yes, it was unprofessional for you to take my chair without asking. The second time was when the TOA found the refrigerator gone. She said it was community property. I told her, no, it's my property and I was told to take all my property from the campus. The third time was when I was in the parking lot leaving and they found the piles of paper. The principal flagged me down and told me to clean it up. I told her I was off the clock. And that district never reimbursed me for the cabinet, so I had to take them with me. I'm expecting a call from HR today, asking for my assistance, setting everything back up, since with all my stuff removed and erased, the admin team has to actually put in some hard work. I'd come in for my consultant rate, $75 an hour, with a minimum contract of 12 hours. Part 4 So, as some of you know, I left the world of being an administrator a few weeks ago. I tried to leave behind some nice gifts when I left. I wasn't looking to cause problems my last few weeks, but the new admin team treated me in a way that was so unacceptable. So I decided that Malcolm Reynolds had it right when he said, I aim to misbehave. Well, the Tuesday after I left, I received a call from HR. I ignored it. I then left for a road trip with my daughter where we went to San Francisco for a few days and went to two Giants games. Unfortunately, they lost both games. While we were on our trip, they called and emailed me at my personal email account. My work one was deleted by them. I ignored the calls and never opened the emails. My daughter and I then went to Disneyland for a few days of fun and then returned this past Friday. I then checked the voicemails and emails. I was asked, begged, and then ordered to come to HR for important meetings. It is very important that we speak to you as soon as possible, is what they said repeatedly. So yesterday I went to the district office, wearing cargo shorts, a shirt I got at Disneyland and flip-flops. I don't work there, so I don't need to dress up. When I arrived, I was originally treated like a visiting VIP. The HR manager and her assistant tried to butter me up like a Pillsbury biscuit. After a few minutes of them trying to make small talk and then me then letting them know I had plans to go to lunch in 30 minutes, they got to the point. They wanted me to turn over a few things that I took with me, though they belonged to me, they said were sorely needed at the school. They gave me a list from the new principal which included, but not limited to, my chair. Yes, seriously my refrigerator and appliances, my community contacts board people businesses that I built relationships and partnerships with, my personally designed forms and worksheets, two-way mirror, my lockdown buckets and fire drill bags. They also wanted copies of every record I kept and notes I took on the staff and student. The notes I took on the staff were so I could personalize gifts for them and have conversations with them on their interests. I said no to all those requests. I told the ladies that the furniture and appliances were mine that I brought in. I stated that the chair was a gift to me from a friend and that the new principal can afford to buy her own chair. I also stated that I left any official school district documents there, and any I took with me and or deleted were of my own making and my intellectual property. I also stated that my contacts were developed over the years of my personal time and at my personal cost to me. I also mentioned that everything I took had been submitted for reimbursement but was never reimbursed. I kept my records and pay stubs. I never saw a red cent from those submissions. They offered to pay me for some of the items and gave me a rough figure of what the district could afford to pay me to return the fridge, the forms, buckets, bags, mirror, and contact board. I told them I did not want to hand them over to the new admin team since they had treated me so poorly. They asked me again and tried to reason that some of those things could be interpreted as school property. I told them that they were welcome to try and force me to return anything that was legally mine to them, but I would be willing to fight it in court. I also told them that those two new administrators made me uncomfortable. And that their treatment of me could be considered the makings of a hostile work environment, especially when they tried to make me do their jobs for them. I then gave the HR team my lawyer's info. I then wished the lady a good school year in the term to come and left. I very much doubt that I'll ever hear from them again. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this fantastic episode. That was one hell of a very long story, and pro-revenge stories are always best when they have a big list in the middle. Don't forget, whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever you crave, Patreon bonus episodes, Discord, YouTube, everything else can be found on our website, therrshow.com. See you over there, guys. Until next episode, peace out, take care. even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast.